It's warming up, people getting outside, doing things, including paddling, including kayaking, including canoeing. Who else to bring in to talk about paddle sports and more this morning is our friend, the bag lady. That's her name, not mine, for her. And that's Sue Audette. Sue, good morning. Good morning to you, Wayne. It's great to be back with you. Have you been out paddling yet this spring? No, I have not. I've been down to the canoe club, but I haven't had a chance to get on the water yet. Um, We've been on vacation. I'm still on vacation, as a matter of fact. It's so nice to talk to you, though. What do you hear about people with the Columbia Canoe Club this morning? Have you had already people getting out? on the water we have we usually open our doors may 1st so people have been excited uh, our former members and members that have rejoined this year have already gotten on the water um some of them have uh, enjoyed those warm weathers th- that we've had a few of the days that were right up there uh the water's still cold however so i always caution them they have to wear their life jackets that's a a must do with our club anybody who doesn't wear their jacket could be dismissed but uh, that's most- a state law anyway right uh, it's a state law this time of year, yes. Until Memorial Day. Until Memorial yeah. Day, exactly. And a lot of people don't realize that. I see folks down at the hollow all the time that prior to Memorial Day don't have their jackets on. And uh, it's just a, a great thing to be having all year long, not just uh, uh, in the colder water. you know. And we have to ask this question again. It's the Columbia Canoe Club at Mansfield Hollow State Park. Is there a Mansfield Canoe Club at Columbia Lake? <laughs> Equal time, don't you know? Well, it's, we haven't changed the name because there's such a history to the club. Columbia Canoe Club, as you know, started at Columbia Lake. Um, and Mrs. Murphy, who first began the club back in 1961, incorporated it in 1966. There's been a long history of, of many children who've gone on to be great paddlers, um, nationally ranked and so on. Uh, so we've just decided that the incorporation stays. We're keeping the history and we're happy to be calling ourselves Columbia Canoe Club, uh, actually Columbia Canoe and Kayak Club at Mansfield Hollow State Park. So what activities and events does the Columbia Canoe Hat Club have coming up? Well, the beauty of our club is our members can come and use the facilities um, anytime that they choose within the park rules, you know, getting out uh, before dusk and so on. Um, the main thing is that coming up is on May 20th, this coming Saturday, we're going to have an open house, which will allow anybody to come on down to see what we're all about. They'll have a chance to um, uh, see how the club operates, to learn how they handle the boats, uh, what we expect of them, and what they can look forward to for the summer. How many members are there in the Columbia Canoe Club? We're just under 100, um, and ironically, as even though that sounds like a lot of people, um, Despite that, you can go down there, and any day that you choose to paddle a particular boat, it's usually there waiting for you. Um, I think the the beauty of it is the fact that people can go at their own leisure. Uh, There's no set time as to when they have to be there to paddle. Uh, That makes it very appealing to everyone, especially families. And during the pandemic, some organizations might have taken a hit because they couldn't meet and the like. But because paddling, canoeing, kayaking is an outdoor activity, did your club perhaps even have a spike in membership? We did, exactly that. We found a lot of people looking for ways to get out and do things that uh, they weren't close to people. What better thing to be but it be at Mansfield Hollow State Park at the on the lake um, and enjoying that uh, open air and that open water. So we did see a, a huge spike. We incorporated uh, within the, the, um, uh, the rules of the club certain protocols to keep the boats clean to sanitize and so on and people were very good about following that we have a couple members that are even doctors that approved our our uh, procedures 
And tell me about the demographics of the club. <laughs> you, you've been getting kids involved, haven't you? We have. Yeah, we have. Um, first off, we're, we're kind of um, remote. A lot of folks don't even know we exist over there. Our, our boathouse is not labeled. Wait, wait, explain what you mean by that. You mean you can go, like, for example, up top of the dam, which is one of the great views of all of eastern Connecticut, and not even realize all those kayaks are just off the dam. That's right. That's right. There's the, the leftover of the, the uh, house that was once there. Um, is that's been moved and now is down lower and I understand I think I read somewhere this past week I've been away um, that they actually demolished the house that was there and I'm not sure that's the case but it used to be the Rangers house or they had someone that was taking care of the the caretaker I would should say of the uh, the dam anyway they left the garages that were there from the original house we're actually in back of the garages we're a, a steel building that's in back of that and um, we're, we're unidentified and we keep it that way and because I know a thing or two about the Columbia Canoe Club, Sue, I'm well aware of the fact that your demographics go from youngins mm -hmm. to oldies. That's right. And here's a Hall of Fame segue. Speaking of oldies... <laughs> yes, coming up this Saturday, also a very busy day for me. Pretty clever, huh? Yeah, really good, yeah. <laughs> we have a doo-wop rock and roll revival over at the Elks Club this weekend on May 20th, Saturday night. Um, we start at uh, opening the doors at 6 o'clock, and showtime begins at 7.30. Uh, we're really excited to bring this second event. This is our second year in a row that we brought this event to the, to the uh, city, and we're hoping that everybody's really going to enjoy it. Now, can you and Vinny still put down steps? <laughs> no, we never put down <laughs> steps ever. <laughs> He's got oh, two so left feet. <laughs> so still is the wrong word, huh? Yes, yes, still yeah. is not the Yeah, if ever it happens. So it, when you, know. you and Vinny go to the Elks Club to see the doo-wop groups, classic blend and decades, you basically sit there with your beverage of choice and just enjoy the music and enjoy the memories exactly exactly and we also enjoy the fact that we watch other people enjoying it as well um it is so unique to hear this kind of music um we don't hear it very often anymore although there is a resurgence um what makes doo-wop so special is the harmonies um if you can imagine kids in the 50s that could would stand around street corners with nothing to do and they'd start singing they were creative they had good voices somebody in the group was a deep baritone and it just gave it a real classic uh sound so therefore um it it just grew from that uh, made it really cool so now what we're going to see is two groups that bring that back and it's coming back you're seeing groups like um just recently up at UConn, um, the group, um, I'm trying to think what their name is now. Oh, Girl Named Tom was just there recently. They were the winners of The uh, Voice just recently. Uh, they're a, a, a doo-wop type group, a harmony group. Also right now on The Voice is another group that's really bringing uh, that kind of genre to the forefront. The Sorellas, uh, th uh, three girls that are sisters that are bringing that back. So we're seeing a resurgence of doo-wop and that kind of music. And it's just a, a beautiful harmony with some nonsense words thrown in. Nonsense words that you and I still remember and can sing along to. Now, is there some connection with the Columbia Canoe Club and doo-wop? What was the original inspiration when you did the first one of these events last year? Why was it doo-wop and well, not... Well, it wasn't Columbia. It was the Elks. 
You said Columbia. Was there a connection between Columbia and, and the? Well, I mean, but but it's, it's but it's you're you're doing it with the uh, Elks Club, but yes. isn't, isn't it an event with the Columbia Canoe Club? No, or not, it, at not, oh, not at all. Oh, two no. different things. Two different I was, things. No, right. it just happens to fall well, on I'm the glad same I clarified day. That. Yes, <laughs> just falls on the same day. Just a busy day for me. Now the Elks, um, we just have several people that enjoy that kind of music. Um, you don't hear of it very often in places, uh, so we just thought we'd try it. We brought it last year. It was very successful, and uh, we thought okay we'll try two new groups this year and see how that goes so that's our intent so people want to get tickets for that how do they do it well there are a couple ways um they can do it by just stopping by the club uh there the upper bar room is usually open the grill room that we call it and that's usually open by three every every weekday and on weekends by noontime uh they can get them at the door if they so choose if they have a large uh number of people perhaps six or eight and they'd like to have their own table they can call bob pepic bob is the one who's taking care of that his number is eight six zero nine three 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 two zero eight and bob would have tickets for you thirty five dollars per person the ticket That's correct at the willamatic elks club second annual doo-wop revival dance party i'm reading off the wikipedia page here doo-wop a genre of rhythm and blues music that originated in african-american communities during the 40s mainly on the large cities of the u.s including new york philly pittsburgh chicago baltimore newark detroit and washington dc and los angeles it features vocal group harmony that carries an engaging melodic line to a simple beat with little or no instrumentation, i.e. acapella. Lyrics simple, usually about love, sung by a lead vocal over background vocals, and the style is a mixture of precedence in composition, orchestration, and vocals that figured in American popular music created by songwriters and vocal groups. The event coming up at the Elks, coming up this Saturday with two great groups, Classic Blend and Decades. So do members of the Columbia Canoe Club kayak elsewhere or canoe elsewhere? For example, the many nice rivers we have around here. Well, the, the ideal uh, situation for the club is that you don't have to have your own boat, but you do have to stay at Mansfield Hollow. So we do have members that have their own boats and choose to go elsewhere. The beauty of our club is that it offers them such a wide array of different styles of kayaks. We have everything from the simple little nine-footers that you can get into uh, easily to the uh, sea kayaks. So if you're interested in trying a different boat, maybe you have your own boat and you'd like to try something more or a little more um, uh, aggressive than perhaps what you have, we probably have a boat that you could try at the club. I got my kayak from you back in 2004, 2005, and I've had a lot of fun over the years, including at Mansfield Hollow Lake as well. And I talk to people about getting into kayaking, and I've had more than one person say, and I want to ask if you've had the same question and answer sequence, who say, well, I'm not comfortable out there because I really can't swim. To which my response is, it's pretty hard to capsize a kayak. Mm -hmm. Your response. Well, the first thing is, you, I hear it all the time. The minute you say kayak, they think upside down and backwards. So the thing about that Eskimo, the Eskimo exactly, roll. Exactly. The, the kayaks that are made today, certainly there's still the, the uh, whitewater boats that are made for the Eskimo roll, but it's a very different type of boat. It's a boat that fits you very tightly and is made to be able to do that because if you're doing whitewater, you might have to Eskimo roll. Um, the boats that are made for leisure uh, kayaking right now and paddling are 
open cockpitted, very easy to get in and out of, are very stable. Seldom do you go over. And if you do go over, it's because you've never learned how to get in and out of the thing. Um, some people take it for granted. They just assume that you can step right into that. That's not the case. You really have to be taught how to get in and out of these boats. But they're extremely stable. Um, and you'd have to do something pretty ridiculous to put yourself over. Do you, as a paddle sport expert, heck, you competed at some of the highest levels around the world in the younger years, but are you one of those who's excited about the prospect of a whitewater park in Willimantic here somewhere down the road? I know it's been talked about for a while. What are your thoughts on the whitewater park? Well, it would be such a good thing. I've seen it in other cities, but it, the, the bureaucracy takes so long to achieve that. I know when we had our store opening and, and we were already in business for 20 years and people would come to us, aren't you excited? And I said, if it happens before my lifetime, I'll be happy <laughs> to see it. But I'm, I really give it to those folks that are still so involved and, and so enthusiastic as they should be about bringing that to the city because it really would be a, a, a real feather in our cap. And that being said, it's not something you see every day, but there's little bits and pieces of progress that are being made down there. Along the same lines, are you? do you have members of the Columbia Canoe Club who are also whitewater kayakers? We do. We do. Um, some of them may have started like that, even myself, uh, for instance. And what we've learned is um, we're a little too old <laughs> for those kinds of bruises anymore, so we've changed to other things. Uh, we all share the love of water. That's the best thing. You know, getting out... Um, being by yourself sometimes, sometimes being with friends that you don't see very often and you get together to do these kinds of things. Um, it just offers you something so special. And I think that's what's so unique about the Canoe Club and that's what's so unique about paddle sport in general. Does the Columbia Canoe Club have other activities, plans for the year, things that you talked about the open house, other things beyond that? Well, we'll do uh, lesson nights for our members. Uh, we've done in the past where we've done some fun game things where we did silly uh, activities like a push-me-pull-you. Um, we did tug-of-wars with, with boats and things of that nature. So we'll do some kind of family things like that this year as well. I saw something on your website that talked about sanitizing life jackets. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've kayaked for 20 years now. I had never thought about sanitizing my life jacket. What's the story of that? Well, if you're wearing your own life jacket, it's your own body, whatever. I am. It's the one you sold me. <laughs> but for other people that are sharing life jackets at the club, we like to sanitize them every once in a while. We give them a good scrub. We put them in a antiseptic so that they're nice and clean. And then after people wear them, we actually have some spray that they use. And then they get hung up in a special area so folks know that they've been treated. That's a really good answer. Mm -hmm. And another thing, which I do have when I'm out there paddling, rescue whistles. How important are those? Well, I think it's it's a, a sound that people don't often hear in the water. So if you're in trouble, using a rescue whistle that's usually attached to your life jacket, it's right there. You don't have to look for it. Um, and people will respond to that. Sometimes just noise and yelling and things like that, people don't pay any attention to because something else is going on or they're they're just not, they're used to yelling. Uh, they're used to noise around them. But a whistle is, is such a shrill sound that um, folks would pay attention okay plus it takes a lot less energy that if you're in trouble using your whistle is a lot less energy than yelling sue wearing two hats today including telling people about the event coming up this saturday the willematic elks club second annual doo-wop revival dance party what do you enjoy most about the genre <laughs> well i really admire the fact that these people have voices 
that are, are remarkable. That's the first thing. The thing I enjoy most is I still remember the words, and I know the words. The, the songs I hear nowadays, other than maybe a refrain or, or a few words that are within the, the song, I can remember that or make it out. I can't even understand it. Where these songs, I understand I not only understand them, I remember them. And I also love the nonsense refrains that are in there, the, the doo-wop, shabop, shabop, and <laughs> things that they made up that seem to fill the, the gap. But, again, we sing, the, sing along with that like it was yesterday that we heard those songs. Who put the bump in the bump, shabop, shabop? <laughs> Got it. Do you have one or two favorite songs or artists that are doo-wop? I do. Um, let me think for just a minute. The Platters. Um, and the Platters had so many great songs. Um, Only You, The Great Pretender, Smoke Gets in Your Eyes, um, Twilight Time. Those would be some of my favorites. Um, a little more modern day would be um, Dion and the Belmonts, um, Run Around Sue. You know, I was always teased about things like that. Uh, the Wanderer, things of that. Those songs always come back to me. Um, my, one of my favorites is The Five Satins in the Still of the Night. I mean, what a classic. I mean, just beautiful, beautiful music uh, and, and something that just stays with you. And the, the beauty of our evening is the groups that we have, Classic Blend and the Decades, they'll bring that music back to us, and they do it well. So I'm hoping that folks will come out and, and not only sit and listen, but dance. We have a dance floor, and, and folks will get up and have a grand time with that as well. New not Haven. me and Vinny, but everybody else. <laughs> New, New Haven's Five Satins, led by Freddie Paris. Mm -hmm. uh, tickets for that are 860-933-3208 for Saturday night, showtime 730. Tickets at the door, I assume? Yes, Yeah. or they can stop by the club. And then you're always looking for membership in the Columbia Canoe Club. Mm -hmm. Information on that, how do they get that information? Um, well, they can reach me at susanaudette at gmail.com. They can just come on down Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. We're right off of Bassett's Bridge Road, right where the um, the new parking lot was uh, installed about a couple years ago. We have a road there, and there's usually a barricade in front of it. That barricade will be open, and they can drive down to the club. It's our longtime friend, runaround Sue Audette <laughs> from the Columbia Canoe Club, reminding people, too, about the second annual doo-wop revival Saturday night, this Saturday night, starting at 7.30 at the Elks Club. Thank you, Sue. You're welcome. 14 WILI Willimannic and 95.3 FM.